Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is John Maxwell talking about consistency. Today is Monday, so that means it's a new week to achieve our goals. It's a new week to keep pushing forward. I know you put in a lot of effort last week, and I know you had a lot of great energy, but the goal to be successful is to be consistent. You have to make being consistent your number one goal. That's what you're going to need to be successful. Anybody can do something once or twice, but if you can do it day in and day out, even when you don't feel like it, you will be successful. That's a guarantee because not everyone has the grit and determination to keep doing something even when they don't want to. Think about it. Of all the things that you gave up on life, why did you give up on it? Nine times out of 10, you gave up on it because you didn't feel like doing it. So this week's word and every week's word of the week is consistency. Am I bringing the same energy I did last week into this week? Better yet, am I bringing the same level of improvement from last week into this week? Yeah, that's better. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope you stay consistent in your efforts to achieve your goals. And lastly, before I go, thank you all for leaving all of your ratings on Spotify. Please continue to leave ratings on Spotify. But if you'd also like to support this podcast, you can also leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. That will go a long way to getting this podcast and the people who might need this motivation as well. That's it for me. Thanks for listening. The law of consistency. The law of consistency says motivation gets you going. Discipline keeps you growing. If I were to be interviewed by somebody about my success, I think my answer would surprise them. Because I think most people, they were listening to me talk about a few of the successes I've had in life because they know me and understand who I am, they, they would maybe expect me to say, well, you know, I, I have a personality that's got kind of charismatic and I'm a little bit of a pipe piper and I can get people to buy in pretty easy. And, 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 and can I tell you something? It's, it's, it's not near that jazzy or sexy. The key to success in my life is consistency. I know that is a very boring word. But all you have to do is look at my track record. In 1976, I came to the conclusion that everything rises and falls on leadership, so I determined the rest of my life I would learn, teach, and write on leadership. So I've been doing this since 1976. In 1979, I said I want to write a book so I could extend my influence to people I'll never meet. That was my only purpose for writing. I didn't start writing because I wanted to write. Never had any desire to write. Never entered my mind when I was in English in high school, that I wanted to be a writer. I just wrote because I had to write. Didn't get any joy out of it and wasn't any particularly good at it. But, but when I decided I wanted to extend my influence, and that would be an influence extender, and that I wanted to write books so people that I would never know or meet would begin to get the principles I had, I started writing in 1979. And now, well, here we go. You know, 73 books later and 30-some years later, what do I still do every day? I still write. People all the time, they say, John, I'd love to spend a day with you. And I always tell them back, no, you wouldn't. My life's very boring. I get up at 5.30 in the morning and I write for five or six hours. I mean, what do you want to do? Sit by the desk and watch me take a four-color pen on a legal pad and write and scratch things out and, you know, go get me another 
Coke Zero? I mean, is that what you want? I mean, is that going to inspire you? No, no. Very boring. Same thing in day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. There's nothing jazzy about it. It's just I do it all the time. And so... In 1984, when I decided I wanted to give, develop resources for people because I didn't want to be a motivational speaker, I wanted to be a motivational teacher. A motivational speaker makes you feel good, but the next day you're not sure why. A motivational teacher makes you feel good, but the next day you know why. And I said, if I'm going to be a motivational teacher, I've got to provide not only books, I've got to provide CDs, and I've got to provide kits, I've got to provide resources. Because I watched other people in my arena, and they were going out and doing some wonderful speaking and wonderful teaching, but when they were done, they left, and there was nothing to give people, there was nothing to pe- put in people's hands. You didn't remain with them, you, you were gone. I mean, you, out, of, out of sight, out of mind. And, and, and I said, I, w- I, want to be a, I want to do resources. That started in 1984. What am I still doing? I'm do- what am I doing right now? I'm doing another video to help you grow another self-help kit. Why am I doing that? Because I understand 99% of the thank yous I get in life are not for what I did said when I spoke. They're for the books I wrote, the CDs, and the kits that I developed. 99%. Because the change of life does not happen when somebody speaks. The change in life happens when something gets in someone's hand and they take it home with them and they look at that and they start working on that and it starts working on them. That's where the change always occurs. Speaking, talk about consistency. I've been speaking now since I was 17. When Malcolm Gladwell talks about the, uh, the, the fact that those people that are excellent in their field have done it at least 10,000 times, I can't remember which book it was. It may have been the tipping point, but he talked about the Beatles, remembering the fact that but when, they hit, when they hit it big in, in, in England and they came over in the States, they'd already been doing the clubs. They'd already, they'd already done 10,000 gigs before they, ever, before they were really ever very well known. I mean, it wasn't like they got, got a band together and three weeks later they hit big time. And he, he talked about the 10,000 number, the 10,000 number. And all of a sudden, it, it hit me. I thought, I wonder, I wonder how many times I've spoken. So I just kind of went back and did a little calculation. I did it kind of in a general way. And I said, wow, I, I've spoken 12,000 times. I don't mean this unkindly. No wonder I'm good at this. If, if I wasn't good after 12,000 times, don't you think I ought to find another job? No wonder I'm relaxed. No wonder I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to you. I'm doing a video project. I'm talking to tens and hundreds of thousand peoples over the next couple of years that are going to get this project. And I'm just as relaxed. If you and I were sitting over in the corner and I was just drinking my water and talking to you one-on-one, There's, I'm not nervous. I'm not, I'm not shook up. I'm not worried. I'm not anxious. I'm not any, I don't know. I've done it 12,000 times. Now, now, consistency. This is a huge law. So let me ask you three personal growth questions. Number one, do you know what you need to improve? Great question. And I'm going to give you the answer in case you don't know it. You need to improve yourself. And yourself involves the choices. Choices such as discipline and attitude. How you think. And you need to improve your strengths, your abilities. You you need to work in improving those two areas, the choices I need to make and the abilities that I'm very gifted in. Question number two, do you know how you need to improve? 
And, and how you need to prove is that you need to start very simple and you need to do it daily. Don't start on a grand scale. Don't make the mistake that people who start their garden for the first year make, and that is they plant way too many seeds and have way too big of a garden, and about a month later they curse what they've done. Just, just start small. And number three, do you know why you want to keep improving? And let me just read this paragraph. It's in your notes. The why is what keeps you motivated long after that first rush of energy and enthusiasm wears off. It can carry you through when willpower isn't enough. Think of it as why power. Why power is much more important than willpower. Willpower is just gritting your teeth and doing it whether you like it or not. But boy, when you've got why power, you like it. You've got reasons why. And I've got my reasons right now why I keep working because I'm 65 and I already have enough money. And people say, John, why don't you retire? I don't even think about retiring. I don't want to retire. Good luck. Why would I want to retire? So I've got 10 reasons why I keep working. Number one, I'm making a difference. Number two, I'm still growing. Three, I'm highly gifted. Four, I feel called. Five, I love my team. Six, I sense responsibility. Number seven, I love new challenges. Number eight, it's financially rewarding. Nine, I want to have a legacy. And number 10, I enjoy what I do. Now there's 10 whys. Now what I'm just saying is when you have enough whys, you'll consistently keep going. When you run out of whys, it's like running out of gas. You have no fuel to take you anywhere else. 